Welcome to the Blueprint Movement Podcast with your host, Victoria Lanier. In my podcast, I highlight people making moves in their community. On our ninth day of 12 days of podcasting, we have Sydney Ross. She's a junior multimedia journalism student attending North Carolina A&T State University. She is a member of the Richard B. Harrison Players, the E. Gwen Dance Company, the National Association for Black Journalists, and a lead reporter for the ANT Register. Sydney decided to create Change of the Type to form a change in her community. Her mission is to encourage all African-American youth to not fall, to not let these stereotypes define who you are. She hopes to motivate and inspire others to make a difference in their community and the lives of those around them. Please give a warm welcome for Sydney Ross. Welcome to the Blooper Movement Podcast. Thank you for so much for coming on to the show, Sydney. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So I am Sydney Ross. I am a junior attending North Carolina A&T State University. There I study multimedia journalism and mass communications with a concentration in multimedia. And I also minor in liberal studies with a concentration in dance. Um, I know those are two completely different topics, but for me, they are both my passions and something that's really means a lot to me. But yeah, um, I am very involved on campus and in my community. Uh, I am the creator of Change the Type. I am also on the e-board for the National Association of Black Journalists at North Carolina A&T. I'm also a member of Project Purpose, where I serve as the community outreach chair for the year. Um, I'm also a member of the Equin Dance Company, uh, Richard B. Harrison Players. And yeah, I'm so excited to be here today. I am so grateful that you all reach out to me to be a part of this opportunity. Of course, of course. Now, what's Change the Type? Can you tell us a little bit about that, your organization? Yeah, of course. So I created Change the Type. Uh, initially, it started as a school project. Uh, I attended Garner High School in Garner, North Carolina, where we were a part of the International Baccalaureate Program. And a part of the program required us to uh, create a personal, what they call a personal project. And it's basic, my teacher basically told us to choose something that we are passionate about and to make a project on it. And we, I really contemplated over the many different things because I was really interested in theater and dance and the arts. So I just knew right away, like that's what my project was gonna be about was the arts. And I really pondered on so many different things that I wanted to do, but it wasn't until uh, one day after school, just really, looking and watching the news with my grandparents, I realized how much the media portrays um, people of color in such a negative light. And so I wanted to, I knew then that that's what my project was gonna be about because I wanted to make a difference that, you know, just because society may stereotype us as one thing, that doesn't mean that that defines who we are as a people. And so that's really how the project came about. And since then, I knew that it was more than just a project and I had to continue this outside of just my sophomore personal project. I felt like it was more than that. And the message was too powerful just to stop there. So uh, since then, 
Change the Type has grown into uh, an LLC. We're currently in the process now of re retaining our 501c3 status within the state of okay. North Carolina. Yes. That's what I'm so, talking about. Yes. Yes. It's definitely something that I can say that has grown tremendously and is leaving a lasting impact in the lives of so many. All right. Now, with Change the Type, what different service projects have you done? Uh, yeah. So um, this past summer, we launched the first annual Change the Type Back to School Drive. For me, it was important because with the pandemic, I know that it has affected so many families in so many different ways. And so I wanted to create this opportunity to uh, give back to our community, give back to those in need and reach out and help those families that have been not only impacted, but you know, just making, I don't wanna say like making life easier, but making it one less thing that they have to worry about. So if we can give them school supplies, give their children school supplies, give teachers school supplies, um, then that's something that I feel like we're impacting them in a positive way. And so with that project, we were able to donate to a lot of different organizations. I know we reached out to the city of Raleigh and we were able to donate to the summer camps. So we donated to Biltmore Hills Community Center, um, Sandford Road Community Center, we also donated to East Garner Magnet Middle School. They had a school supply uh, giveaway for their students and teachers. So we donated to them. Um, also to Prince and Princess for a Day. It's um, a program, also a nonprofit program that empowers young um, black boys and young girls. So I thought that was very important. And also to uh, Salon Envy. So yes, we were able to donate. Uh, we collected so much supplies that we were able to donate to all of these families. And it really did my heart good to know that we were helping those in need. Uh, recently, we've, did, we've launched the um, emergency kit drive for those impacted by the tornadoes in Kentucky. That's something that we're currently wrapping up as of right now. Um, we plan to send those kits off by the end of the week so to help those impacted, because um, by the time the tornadoes hit, it was around the time of Christmas. And so we know that a lot of families have been impacted. And especially, again, since we are still dealing with this pandemic, I just felt like it was very important that we were able to reach out to those families just to help them in that time of crisis. Right. Now, with all the service projects that you did, what would you say was your favorite one? Um, I will definitely say the school supply drive. That one definitely had to have been my favorite. Um, just because seeing the kids that we reached, seeing those families that we touched, that really did my heart well, knowing that that's one less thing that they have to worry about. That's one less thing that these families have to really, like, really have to worry and have to deal with. So I, that for me really did my heart good because also I love kids and I love seeing, being able to help and impact and inspire young people. And so I felt like, you know, maybe what I did, hopefully one day they can take that and say, you know, 
someone did this good thing, I want to do that same thing or even beyond, you know, I just want to continue to inspire those young people. Right. Okay. Now, with your major, you said you minored in dance. Now, when you graduate, would you want to be in a dance company on a on a dance studio? What do you want to do with dance? Um, for me, I think because I love the arts so much. Um, like I said, I was involved in theater and dance all throughout high school. I I've looked more into um, entertainment journalism. So being able to go to these performances, writing articles about shows or um, writing articles about performers or performances, that's something that has really interested me because I feel like it encompasses both my passions for the arts and for journalism. So that's something that I've really looked into and um, maybe writing for like, dance magazines or arts theaters like you know stuff like that so that's something that's very important to me also now looking over your website I see that you did a spotlight on three different people can you talk a little bit about that yes so um I launched the spotlight section uh this was initially when I was still in high school so this was during my senior year um I wanted to be able to reach out to different young people that are making a difference in their communities. I wanted to feature, um, because I feel like, you know, I have that mindset. Um, if some, if you see someone doing it, then maybe that'll inspire you to help someone else. I always want to, that's one thing that's really drawn me in journalism, drawn me to journalism, I should say. Um, because I love telling people stories. I love telling what people are doing in their communities, how they're impacting the lives of others. So that's really what the spotlight section is for. It's um, to help show what these young people are doing in their communities, what they've done, and how they can inspire others to make a difference in their communities. Would you keep it going? I definitely think that this is something that should be continued. Um, I would love to uh, continue this section, continue reaching out to different young people. Um, I actually have hopes of this year relaunching the spotlights section to spotlight more young people because our young people are the future. And you'd be amazed at the things that some of our young people that they are doing now. And I think like, Egypt, one of the um, spotlights that is on the page of currently, she has launched at such a young age, has launched her own fashion line. Like, I think that's tremendous for such someone with such a young age. And they're already making an impact in the lives of so many. So I think that's something that's very important that we continue uh, to share these stories. Right. That's right. Being a student and going to school for journalism, you said you wanted to do entertainment journalism, correct? Yes. Now, with that, are you, so are you the person going to different shows, different events, and then writing about it? Yes. Um, with journalism, I can say, um, with my experience at a and and writing for the campus newspaper there, 
um, it's so much different than when you actually go to the scene, get to experience what's happening. It's so much different than just telling the story because you're there, you experience it. You get to live in that moment and you get to capture that. And so when you're writing your stories, you're writing what you experienced. You're writing what you see. You're writing, you're making your audience feel what you feel. And so that's why I think it's so important. That's why I, what's really drawn me to um, the entertainment industry. Um, it's drawn me to people and going out more because like I said, like it's that feeling that you just can't get sitting behind the screen. Like you have to go out there. And I think that's what's really uh, drawn me out to that field. Right. Now with the newspaper, you're the culture lead reporter? Yes. Now, how do you like that? How do you like that? I, I love it. Um, it. For me, it's definitely exposed me to the world of journalism. It's definitely made me love this uh, career choice even more. Like I said, uh, with the culture section, the culture has allowed me to meet so many different people. And with the culture, it's actually the feature section for the paper. So um, it's a section that uh, covers the events. It's the section that goes out and talks about what's happening in the community. What are people doing in the community? And what is our school doing? So I really love, love that for, um, I really love the culture section for that purpose because it's helped me to really um, be, be able to explore more opportunities and explore more of what the people are doing in the community. I love that. And I like reading the newspaper. I mean, like, well, not meet people personally, but I get to see what other Aggies are doing within the community. And it's good to see like what's happening on campus as well too. Yes, it's, um, I love it for that reason. Um, I've been able to meet so many different people. Um, for me, I've actually met so many different mentors just from writing with this section alone. And so that's what really, I love so much about it. From what you've written in the register, what would you say is your favorite article that you've done, a favorite piece that you've done? Um, wow, I have a couple of favorites. <laughs> but right. I think um, my, my most favorite would have to be the story that I've written on the ANT alum, Alana V. Allen. And that's because she's one of the people that has really inspired me to keep going. Um, her story alone is so powerful. Um, and if you have, I really encourage you to go read the story. And um, if you can just reach out to her because what she's doing in the community for these young girls is amazing. She started the nonprofit organization called I Am A Queen. And with that, it was her purpose to inspire these young girls to let them know that they are a queen, that they have a purpose in life and that they can make a difference in the community and the lives around them. And for me, that was so powerful. And I felt like her vision kind of aligned with what I had for Change of Type. And that's what really drew me to her story. And um, just so many of the things, so many of the obstacles that she went through in life 
and how she overcame them and used those obstacles to inspire those of the up and coming generations. I think that's so, so powerful. And it has inspired me uh, to keep going. Like in our interview, it honestly moves me to tears <laughs> because her story was just that powerful. And so, like I said, it has inspired me in many, many ways. And I don't even think she knows how much she has inspired me to keep going and to keep making that impact in the lives of so many. So yeah, I would say that would have to be like my all-time favorite story that I've written. Now, what's next for Change the Type? Yes, so right now I'm in the process of figuring out how to, um, what, like what steps are next to take. Um, me, I'm in the process of starting our very first internship program. I'm okay. looking for, yes, I'm looking for student interns who are, who want, who have that same mindset and want to see uh, the difference in so many lives. Like it's more than just change the type. Um, I'm looking for people who are willing to, you know, that have that same mindset that want to help make a difference in the lives of others. That's what I'm really looking forward to. And I really can't wait uh, to launch this process. So yes, that's what's coming up next. Okay. So with the interns, is it going to be like specific position interns or they're all under like one group of interns? Yes. So I am looking for specific positions. I'm looking for someone that um, can help with the service projects that we do um, because I do want to start doing more service projects within the community. I know we do one like once a season, but I would like to do them more often. Um, I'm also looking for an intern to help with the spotlights um, because it is a lot. It's not a not necessarily a lot, but I think it's a very important aspect to what Change the Type is because Change the Type was created on the purpose to help inspire people to make a difference in their community. And I think the spotlights plays a tremendous role in that because they continue to show that these there are people out here that are making a difference and inspiring those around them. Right. Right. Now, w with the interns, when do you want to, like, be done getting, like, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. Do you want it to be an application process with interns or do you want it to be like, I'm, I connect with you. I connect with you. Oh, I think you would be great for this intern position. Um, I think a combination of both. Um, like I said, I'm still working out the process and a little bit of the kinks, but I think um, if there are people that are interested, I am more, and, and they reach out to me, of course, I'm more than grateful um, for them and the help and the support. Because like I said, um, we're all on that same mission to help impact the community, to help make a difference in the lives of so many. So I think um, that's one thing that's very important when I'm looking for these interns. So if they're interested and are wanting to help and wanting to continue to see Change the Type grow, then of course, I'm more than grateful and I guess another thing that's um, in the future for Change Type is we're waiting on that 501c3 status from 
state of North Carolina. And once we have that, then we'll be a registered nonprofit within the state. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I am also looking forward to greatly. Oh, it will happen. Yes. Um, we've already applied for it, but you know, it's, it is a process. So we're just in the midst right now. We're just waiting. So we are waiting to see. And of course, once uh, it comes through, of course, it'll be blasted everywhere on social media and on our websites. Right. Now, you were nominated for the BNC Go HBCU Journalism Project. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So BNC and BNC Go are the nation's, one of the nation's fastest growing Black-owned news networks. They um, operate with the purpose to tell the stories of people of color and making sure that people of color have a voice in the community. So I think that is also, I think that was a tremendous opportunity. Um, They have reached out to all of the HBCUs across the country and in the Virgin Islands um, that have journalism programs or communication programs with the concentration in journalism. And of those schools, each school nominated one student to represent the school and the university and uh, the journalism department. So at ANT, um, I was reached out to by the journalism department chair, Dr. Robbie Morganfield, and notified that I was nominated to represent ANT and the JOMC department in this um, awesome, awesome opportunity. And yes, it's um, what, what what happened was once we were nominated, um, there was a process that we had to go through. So um, students that were nominated, we were we had to attend what they called was the HBCU virtual day, where we um, were able to ask panelists questions and panelists that have worked with BNC and BNC Go. Um, and BNC Go is their streaming site for BNC, I should say which also stands for the Black News Channel. Um, We were able to ask them questions uh, pertaining to the network and their experience in the career field and any advice that they had had for us um, as we embark on our journey as future journalists. So uh, after the virtual day, uh, each student was responsible for writing an article and having it published in their school's newspaper. And the company and the organization were to choose eight students of the students that have participated across the various universities and colleges. And they chose eight students to uh, move on to what they call the final round. And I was one of the eight that was selected. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, I was overjoyed. Um, and what after that, the students were each story that they had published in their school publication was published on the BNC Go and BNC website. And that way, people from across the country were able to vote on their favorite story and stories that they thought were the best. They were able to reach out and um, read each student's stories and vote. And these uh, votes they didn't determine, they didn't solely determine the um, students that were able to participate in the program. 
However, they did play a role in the determination process. And of the eight students, uh, four were selected for, to actually participate in the internship program. And the eight, each of the eight students, we were all interviewed by another set of panelists that worked within the BNC program and BNC um, departments. And they recently chose four students to participate in a summer internship with the company in Tallahassee, Florida this summer. And um, I guess this is my big announcement that I was one of the four that was selected. Yes. Yes. Okay, you're gonna be in Tallahassee. Have you ever been there before? I haven't, but I do have family there. So I am excited to- That's always good. Yes. To not only like, I'm excited to not only participate, but also be able to see some of my family while I'm there. That's really good. I'm super excited for you. And I know you'll be fantastic. Thank you. You'll be great. What's with this internship? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm really looking forward to most um, gaining the experience. Um, like I said, like within journalism, initially, oh, I can say initially when I wanted to join the journalism program at AT. I came in with the mindset that I wanted to be on TV. And with since being in the program at AT, it has exposed me to so many different types of media and journalism. So I do hope that with this internship, I can continue to be exposed to the different types of media and different types of journalism opportunities. Because like I said, since I did want to be on TV, I wanted to uh, initially become a sports reporter. And that's still a passion of mine. And it's something that I am still very much so interested in. But I'm also interested in so many different opportunities that A&T has exposed me to. Like photography for one, that is some photojournalism is something that um, I was recently exposed to this past semester. And I never knew how much of a passion I would have for it, but I, I love every bit of it. So I am excited for this internship and hoping, hoping that I can gain more experience uh, within the journalism industry and in the journalism field. Okay. Now, last question. What would you say is your favorite quote and why? Um, yes. It is from one of the ministers that um, preached at my church when I was younger. Her name is Shannon Dixon. And she would always say, know who you are and who you belong to. And that is something that has resonated with me. And um, when through this whole process uh, with Change the Type, because it's for me, um, it means like, for me, it means know who you are and know you have a purpose. Know that you, um, you were called to be something and be somebody. And that's what this quote means to me, know who you are and who you belong to. Knowing that you, for me, it means knowing that I am a child of the most high God and who you belong to. I am God's child and God has a purpose for me in my life. And so that is something that has resonated with me since I was a child. And it's something that I still quote to this day and live by, know who you are and who you belong to. I like that. 
that's really important. Yes. Well, Sydney, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on to the show. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day, and it was a pleasure in interviewing you. Thank you so much, and I really do um, appreciate everything. This has been an awesome experience. Thank you for listening to the Blueprint Movement Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. You can follow Change the Type on Instagram at Change the Type and Facebook at Change the Type. You can find their website at www.changethetypeproject.weebly.com. Tune in tomorrow for the 10th day of 12 Days of Podcasting.